Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here today with Chris Moss, who's CEO of a fairly new company called PSNGR1. Is that, am I right, Chris? Is that? Yeah, so uh, we took the vowels out of uh, the word passenger, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it, we want it to be known as Passenger One. Passenger One, and that's what it stands for. First of all, just how are you and where are you? Uh, doing very well, uh, surviving the uh, the crazy climate we're in, uh, both COVID and uh, the actual weather. It's quite cold up here uh, in uh, Westchester, New York. Um, yeah, and I'm on the other side of the county, and uh, it's it's equally as cold. And we have the the river wind too to the, to make it even colder. So uh, I kept saying we could have done this one live, but we're going to do this one the Zoom. So we'll, let, we'll do the next one over a beer live. Uh, I, I like that idea right away. So you so our viewers can look forward to that one. Uh, now, yeah, first of all, explain what passenger PSNGR one is and what it does. Sure. So uh, we are a, a travel platform. We looked at, uh, at the travel world holistically and we saw a lot of different issues. Uh, and we looked at other industries, friendships and connections at Facebook, uh, the workplace had LinkedIn, uh, but travel has many disparate marketplaces. On the, the corporate side, you have Concur and you know, to a lesser degree, Deem. Uh, and on the leisure side, you have Expedia, Booking, Airbnb, uh, but none really that do um, you know, more than one thing. So, you know, I, like I said, it's best, uh, the Expedia's and the Airbnb's are sort of one trick ponies there on the leisure side mm -hmm. on the corporate side concur, uh, leaves a lot to be, uh, imagined and, uh, and desired by, uh, travel managers and end users. Um, so we said to ourselves, you know, why don't we really allow for this platform that others can come and build on top of that's predicated on this dynamic profile to where users can book both corporate and leisure travel all in passenger one and really call that the home of uh, travel. And we do that by integrating uh, travel agencies, global distribution systems, corporate customers, developers, and of course, end users. Uh, and lastly, I can't forget suppliers. So we are working on uh, bringing content direct in as well uh, and really allowing for all of these folks uh, to work together more efficiently. Uh, and in so doing our go-to-market uh, is really focused on that corporate customer because we feel like there's a lot of pain uh, centrally focused on Concur. Uh, you know, most of it tied to uh, poor user experience, which pushes people out of policy, which is, uh, you know, means no policy uh, adherence, no reporting, no duty of care, all that stuff that uh, corporates care about. But by winning the corporate customer, we become indispensable to suppliers. And then we also have this uh, unfolding leisure market, because if you travel for work, you're coming from a, uh, a household that makes 33% more disposable income a year. And those folks want to travel and, uh, and do high-end lux leisure. Um, so being able to have that one profile, it's kind of like the, the IRA that would follow you from job to job. Uh, we're going to have the profile that will, uh, will always be with you. Um, and there's this massive seismic shift that's happening in travel uh, around this thing called new distribution capabilities. Yeah, no, we're all hearing about that for the past few years. And at one point, it was viewed by travel advisors as a way to bypass them. But now, of course, all the GDSs have come in and they're actively part of it. And they all have their own NDC capabilities now. So everybody wants to do NDC uh, and sell more airline products, right? Yeah, 100%. So for, from, for our money uh, or for our position, I should say, we don't care where you want to get that. We can get it directly from the supplier. You want to use it through a GDS, great. We don't see that as necessarily a tool to disintermediate. We see it as a tool to identify a point of sale and be able to create these real-time offers that will allow the supplier to, uh, to optimize their yield, 
to allow the end user to get a great deal and allow uh, travel agents to make sure that they have the absolute best content. So yeah, um, well, that, that's what I, so you, you're, you're sort of an, a technology, travel technology aggregator in a way, you know, you're giving travel advisors and suppliers and access to all the GDSs, the new distribution capability content. And you also have access to kind of restaurant tour and activity reservations as well, right? Yeah, correct. So we do allow for, uh, so from an agent perspective, it's this online booking tool, it's this content aggregator, document delivery, itinerary management, flight, hotel, car, train, uh, fully integrated the GDSs with commissions, uh, with all the UDIDs and reporting things that they would need. Um, and yes, we can allow for custom events uh, as well that uh, allow for this very unique way to, uh, to build what we call trip boards, which is the container that you can stuff all those things in, do it collaboratively with your clients. And, um, and we think that's really going to change the way uh, travel is planned. No, managed, uh, and, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, what, what is your background? I mean, where, 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 where do you come from uh, to, to get to here? Yeah. So um, I had spent time uh, with, with British Airways, with uh, JetBlue, uh, and also uh, a bit of time in the agency sector. So see it from uh, the supplier perspective, also from the agency perspective. And uh, right out of college, I actually worked for a, uh, a hedge fund where uh, I ended up booking more travel than I actually uh, traded uh, commodities or, uh, or stocks. But, uh, you know, that's that's my background. Now, uh, who, who owns, uh, I'll call it Passenger One, who owns Passenger One or who are your investors? Yeah, good question. Uh, those are, that's confidential at the moment. We've raised $13 million dollars. Uh, we are a, a C corp, so uh, we're in the uh, the process of raising a considerable uh, amount uh, for our Series B, uh, and we'll divulge uh, more ownership information in terms of the cap table, uh, you know, in, in in coming soon. Absolutely. Now you have all this content. How did you get all this content, and what partnerships did you form to get it? In terms of all this different the stuff that's going into you know the GDSs the the, uh, the leisure and the corporate content that you'll have on Passenger One? Yeah, good question. So first and foremost, we see the GDSs as really that critical piece. So we're worldwide developers with Sabre and Amadeus, Travel Ports coming. Uh, but we also know that there's supplementation needs um, from a uh, content aggregation perspective. So we're going out, we're getting LCCs that may not be uh, uh, in those GDSs, uh, alternative accommodations, things like that, uh, that we can then bring into our system and then... Uh, deliver to the front ends for our end users uh, and or travel agents to book. Now, now, as, as you know, uh, GDS contracts deliver revenue to travel advisors who, you know, basically are frequent bookers and, and, and you're not asking them to give up these contracts and, and just go with you, right? You're, you're at, this is an add on to you really, is it? Yeah, we're, we're a piece of software. So we would sit between, uh, you know, the customer and the agency uh, and then also integrate fully with the GDS of their choice. Yeah, and of course, that is the issue. I mean, I have seen attempts to create alternative GDSs, and I guess I want to make clear this is not really an alternative GDS in the sense, uh, because they have always failed. It, it's been hard to go up against the Sabres and the Apollos and the, you know, uh, 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 tra the travel ports nowadays, you know, and Amadeus, of course. Uh, what, what, so, so in this case, you're just a layer above that in, in giving, giving travel advisors and users more content, right? Correct. So the barrier to entry to replace the GDS is massive. Um, and they certainly perform a role uh, on the business of travel. These agencies rely on that for accounting, for mid-back office, 
um, and basically to run their business. So they're not going anywhere. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so and we, we supplement. So, uh, you know, we are this, the, the, I hate using this term, but it's, uh, I think an industry, uh, acknowledged, uh, you know, positioning is an online booking tool with content aggregation. Um, and, and, you know, the important bit about us is with concur an agency can use that for their corporate customers, but no leisure customer in their right mind would ever want to do that. From our perspective, travel uh, Pastor One allows for both sides of the travel uh, ribbon to uh, to be able to be booked. Or you could put together an amazing uh, itinerary to the Bahamas or where Antarctica, wherever it is that you may want to go, uh, and then you could pass that along to your customers. You know, right now you're doing that in the GDS, putting an M trip, uh, booking it somewhere else. All of that, all the communication, all the planning, the management can happen within Pastor One, and of course, it's a full end to end tool uh, for agencies to go on and sell to uh, to corporate customers. Yeah, we are I, a software company, though. That's it. Right. So you're software. And so, and I understand you're, you're kind of trying to deliver better functionality for Passenger One for travel advisors for use for your users. What makes it a simpler system uh, than what's out in the market now in terms of online booking tools? Yeah. So from uh, from a corporate perspective, uh, in terms of those that are consuming the product, we have our next gen storefront. So in one search request, you get all your fares, all your options. Uh, twofold. One, it's just easier. You get to see everything. You don't miss a, uh, you don't miss a fare. Uh, but from a corporate travel manager's perspective, you also are able to align values with your policy. So that uh, first class ticket from LGA to ORD is different than uh, the business class ticket from JFK to LAX, mm -hmm. right? That's now accounted for in our next gen storefront. So all fares, one search request. Uh, then we have our trip boards, this container that allows you to book all things in one place, very simply make it personal, uh, all the good stuff and do it with uh, as few clicks as possible. Uh, and then we have this travel manager portion of the UI that if you're a, uh, if you're a corporation, you can sign your company up, select your preferred travel agency and basically have travel management within a, a matter of minutes. Right. There's no longer these agencies need to pay concur 250 bucks to build an instance, wait three weeks, you know, file a ticket. Uh, all is happening uh, very quickly and on the agent side. We have our own proprietary app to where you can uh, build these corporations and orgs, manage your clients, uh, but also have agency settings to where you're able to turn on and off uh, suppliers. So if you want to have GDSs, multi-GDSs, if you want to have content direct, you're able to have a lot of dexterity and control over what content is, uh, is running through those pipes. And so, so this is effectively, it, it's a mobile version as well. You have mobile versions as well on it with an app. Yep, all clients. So we have uh, web, mobile web, uh, Android, and uh, and iOS. Now, uh, do you, I understand you you also try to deliver kind of better travel offers to advisors and corporate customers and their clients. Uh, how, how do you get those? How do you get these better offers that including air, hotel, car, cruise, things like that? Yeah, I, I think a lot of that is kind of pointed towards the future as. Uh, you know, NDC really industrializes itself. I know it's going to take a little bit more time. There's a, right. a little chaos around it, but it'll sort itself out because it's it's not necessarily about the disintermediation like I'm talking about. It's the mechanism of personalizing. Um, so that's really what we're focused on there is making those connections possible and then being the source of, uh, of data that these suppliers are able to say, hey, you know, this is James and he's a really va high valued uh, customer. We want to make him a great offer. Um, and there would be data points that would support that, that they could kind of put in their pricing algorithm and create that in real time. So otherwise it would be the, uh, the rates, uh, whether it's uh, hotel rate codes or snap codes, uh, or any discounts that, uh, these agencies would have with, uh, the suppliers direct that we'd be able to then 
uh, allow them to uh, to market sell through uh, through Passenger One. Yeah, well, we could we could I think over a beer I could talk to you about the history of NDC because when it first came in, a lot of travel advisors I mentioned earlier were very worried this was a disintermediation, and of course it hasn't proven that way. Um, I'm still wondering. We may, we may want to make that plural, right? We may need a couple of beers too. I think I think that's true because uh, they were very worried about it, and of course. Uh, I'm still not sure how much income they're deriving by selling ancillary products for airlines at this point. Some some larger agencies may have figured that one out, but the idea that you know when they unbundle all the pricing in airlines and it made it so complicated, uh, I, which you know absolutely created more revenue for the airlines. Um, you know how to sell that was the big issue, and that's what NDC is trying to address. And it sounds like you think that that whole process can be you know, moved over to other products and travel as well. hundred percent. First, it'll start there, but it'll, it'll quickly cascade across uh, the rest of the ribbon. I think there's going to be a massive amount of change. And I think a good impetus for that change is quite frankly, the pandemic. And uh, I think there's a big issue with economics that need to be solved. Um, But there's also been, uh, you know, these incumbent players like a concur that are there and to get them out of the picture, it's really difficult because of how they've integrated themselves with the RPs and expense um, and just the depth of what they do with these travel management companies. Uh, so we're finally there, we're at table stakes. Uh, and I think you know the first step is to really own the customer. Uh, and when that happens, we can understand what the customer really wants. And that customer is a corporate travel manager, the end user, leisure traveler, travel agents, travel agencies, um, and I think uh, the industry is smart enough to uh, to deliver solutions that will work for everybody. But this is seismic shifts. These are glacial right. movements. Nothing's going to happen overnight. We need to be patient. Um, but I think I think it's important to understand where where we want to go. You know, when you get to, to Everest, you see the peak, but you get to base camp, then you go to ones. You know, and you work your way up. Uh, I think there's been uh, a mismanagement of expectations with NDC. And everybody gets all crazy because, uh, you know, there are some folks that are unhappy with the GDSs and uh, and a, what I would call a, a duopoly, uh, maybe an oligopoly. I know travel, you know, if you include travel ports, so the three of them, uh, and even Travel Sky. But um, I think uh, I think it'll all sort itself out in due time. Uh, but of course, you know, we need to do what's right uh, by all of the customers that I mentioned. Well, I like I like your you know your your metaphor for Everest. Uh, I just hope that most of us don't li- you know die freezing on the side of the mountain. But that's another story. But uh, no, it is it is something coming, and I know you're you're you're. This has been coming with with well now for NDC for several years, and now uh, now you're kind of an example of a company that is taking advantage of it. Now, if I'm a travel agency, what kind of technology will I need to use uh, Passenger One? So you don't need any uh, technology. Uh, Passenger One is, uh, is, is the platform that you can plug in and, uh, and basically start to manage your, your corporations or organizations or ICs um, you know, immediately. We're, we're built to, uh, to be able to complement your, uh, your existing systems, um, i.e. GDS, mid, back office. And um, you know, we make it uh, very pliable for, uh, for the folks that own and run travel agencies to, uh, to use that. Um, yeah, the system is by no means finished. Uh, there's quite a few, uh, quite a bit of product that we want to deliver. Um, uh, but we have, you know, 10 plus agencies on board currently, right. um, that, uh, are using it. And, um, you know, that's going to grow significantly this year. And we look forward to, to getting a lot of feedback and, 
and really building the uh, the product to uh, to those very specific needs that uh, that travel agencies have. So uh, both ears are open for uh, for that uh, that part of the market for sure. And and and, and as corollary to that is what kind of costs are involved uh, uh, for travel advisors who want to use Passenger One. Yep. So the uh, the term consumption model has been thrown around by a, a few players, and uh, you know we certainly uh, subscribe to that. So uh, we charge on a uh, on a per trip or basis. Uh, no other uh, no other subscription fees or uh, hidden fees or instance fees. Uh, you know, as the the more trip boards you sell, um, the lower those unit costs will be. And if you're a large enough agency where you have confidence in those numbers. Uh, and you want to potentially sell more to bring those unit costs down, we're happy to put uh, an annual subscription in, but that would be on a per agency basis. Uh, so pricing is very clear um, and easy to uh, easy to understand. Now, uh, we, we go out to about 98,000 now travel advisors. Uh, what would you tell them about Passenger One that, that you think they should know? Yeah, so, you know, to be able to run your entire business uh, in a place that is... Uh, is of course very tech uh, tech advanced, but easy to use, easy to engage with. And our goal, our purpose for the agencies is to increase sales. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that? We provide um, you know a UI within our travel agent app that will allow you to bring on the next gen of uh, of travel agents uh, that maybe don't know the command line uh, and don't necessarily want to learn that stuff. Uh, we make it easy to point click, build trip boards, add in your service fees, get your commissions. Um, and then also to be able to have a product to sell onwards to your customers, whether that's leisure or corporate, um, to be able to, uh, to better engage and uh, better engage, sell and market uh, all the itineraries and things that you want to put together. And I think, again, we're at the tip of the iceberg in, in what we want to do with, you know, empowering these folks with content uh, and being able to, uh, to have things that, uh, that the market per se doesn't always, which right now, you know, in, in the Airbnbs of the world make it difficult because folks can kind of go and do whatever they want, uh, or excuse me, do things autonomously, um, which always disrupt the flow between agent and, uh, and customer. Although folks that are in the high end Lux leisure uh, very much rely on those agents. But I would say, you know, it's all about product at the agency level. And then also for, uh, for, you know, on the marketing and sales level onward, uh, to be able to acquire more customers and sell more travel. Absolutely. Now, where can travel advisors go to find out more about Passenger One? And, and where can they maybe go and, and try to test it out, take a look at it? Yeah, go to, uh, to PassengerOne.com. If, uh, you know, there's an agency tab, if you want to learn more, uh, if you'd like to set up a demo, you can, uh, you can easily do that within the tab. Uh, you can sign in. It's, it's basically an open system. Anybody can go in. You can search uh, your flights, your hotels, your cars. If you want to sign up a company or an agency, get in touch. Uh, you'll be prompted uh, within the UI to be able to do that. Um, and I'm always available and anybody on our team is available at, uh, at travel at passengerone.com. Uh, so feel free to, uh, to send an email there and uh, we'd be happy to, uh, to get in touch and, uh, and have a demo and, uh, and a deeper conversation about what your needs are and how, uh, how Passenger One can help solve any problems you may, uh, you may have. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for taking the time to explain this. It sounds fascinating. And obviously, it's, a, it's been a new age for a while with NDC and everything that's going on with, uh, you know, the res systems with all the different, you know, right now, everybody's trying to, to, to build a better system uh, and, and that has existed. Uh, and it sounds like you're on the cutting edge of that. And uh, good luck with this new, uh, with Passenger One. And we'll see, we get some more travel advisors to come and 
give you a tryout and see what they think. Again, thank you so much. Appreciate that, James. We have uh, a lot of big news coming here. We look forward to sharing that with you and in, uh, in the greater market. So thanks for your time. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report. I'm here today with Chris Moss, who's CEO of a fairly new company called PSNGR1. Is that my right, Chris? Is that? Yeah, so uh, we took the vowels out of uh, the word passenger, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it, we want it to be known as Passenger One. Passenger One, and that's what it stands for. Now, first of all, just how are you and where are you? Uh, doing very well, uh, surviving the uh, the crazy climate we're in, uh, both COVID and uh, the actual weather. It's quite cold up here uh, in uh, Westchester, New York. Um, yeah, and I'm on the other side of the county, and uh, it's it's equally as cold. And we have the the river wind too to the, to make it even colder. So uh, I kept saying we could have done this one live, but we're going to do this one a Zoom. So we'll, let, we'll do the next one over a beer live. Uh, I, I like that idea right away. So you so our viewers can look forward to that one. Uh, now, first of all, explain what passenger PSNGR one is and what it does. Sure. So uh, we are a, a travel platform. We looked at, uh, at the travel world holistically and we saw a lot of different issues. Uh, and we looked at other industries, friendships and connections at Facebook, uh, the workplace had LinkedIn, uh, but travel has many disparate marketplaces. On the, the corporate side, you have Concur and you know, to a lesser degree Deem. Uh, and on the leisure side, you have Expedia, Booking, Airbnb, uh, but none really that do 
um, you know, more than one thing. So, you know, I, like I said, it's best, uh, the Expedia's and the Airbnb's are sort of one trick ponies there on the leisure side mm. on the corporate side concur, uh, leaves a lot to be, uh, imagined and, uh, and desired by, uh, travel managers and end users. Um, so we said to ourselves, you know, why don't we really allow for this platform that others can come and build on top of that's predicated on this dynamic profile to where users can book both corporate and leisure travel all in passenger one and really call that the home of uh, travel. And we do that by integrating uh, travel agencies, global distribution systems, corporate customers, developers, and of course, end users. Uh, and lastly, I can't forget suppliers. So we are working on uh, bringing content direct in as well uh, and really allowing for all of these folks uh, to work together more efficiently. Uh, and in so doing our go-to-market uh, is really focused on that corporate customer because we feel like there's a lot of pain uh, centrally focused on Concur. Uh, you know, most of it tied to a uh, poor user experience, which pushes people out of policy, which is, uh, you know, means no policy uh, adherence, no reporting, no duty of care, all that stuff that uh, corporates care about. But by winning the corporate customer, we become indispensable to suppliers. And then we also have this uh, unfolding leisure market because if you travel for work, you're coming from a, uh, a household that makes 33% more disposable income a year. And those folks want to travel and, uh, and do high-end luxe leisure. Um, so being able to have that one profile, it's kind of like the, the IRA that would follow you from job to job. Uh, we're going to have the profile that will, uh, will always be with you. Um, and there's this massive seismic shift that's happening in travel uh, around this thing called new distribution capabilities. Yeah, no, we're all hearing about that for the past few years. And at one point, it was viewed by travel advisors as a way to bypass them. But now, of course, all the GDSs have come in and they're actively part of it. And they all have their own NDC capabilities now. So everybody wants to do NDC uh, and sell more airline products, right? Yeah, 100%. So for, from, for our money uh, or for our position, I should say, we don't care where you want to get that. We can get it directly from the supplier. You want to use it through a GDS, great. We don't see that as necessarily a tool to disintermediate. We see it as a tool to identify a point of sale and be able to create these real-time offers that will allow the supplier to, uh, to optimize their yield, to allow the end user to get a great deal and allow uh, travel agents to make sure that they have the absolute best content. So yeah, well, that, that's what I, so you, you're sort of an, a technology, travel technology aggregator in a way, you know, you're giving travel advisors and suppliers and access to all the GDSs the new distribution capability content, and you also have access to kind of restaurant tour and activity reservations as well, right? Yeah, correct. So we do allow for, uh, so from an agent perspective, it's this online booking tool, it's this content aggregator, document delivery, itinerary management, flight, hotel, car, train, uh, fully integrated the GDSs with commissions, uh, with all the UDIDs and reporting things that they would need. Um, and yes, we can allow for custom events uh, as well that, uh, allow for this very unique way to uh, to build what we call trip boards, which is the container that you can stuff all those things in, do it collaboratively with your clients. And um, and we think that's really going to change the way uh, travel is planned, booked, no, managed, uh, and done. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, what, what is your background? I mean, where, 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 where do you come from uh, to, to get to here? Yeah, so um, I had spent time uh, with, with British Airways, with uh, JetBlue. Uh, and also uh, a bit of time in the agency sector. So see it from uh, the supplier perspective, 
also from the agency perspective and uh, right out of college, actually worked for a, uh, a hedge fund where uh, I ended up booking more travel than I actually uh, traded uh, commodities or, uh, or stocks. But, uh, you know, that's that's my background. Now, uh, who who owns, uh, I'll call it Passenger One, who owns Passenger One or who are your investors? Yeah, good question. Uh, those are, that's confidential at the moment. We've raised $13 million. Uh, we are a, a C Corp. So uh, we're in the uh, the process of raising a considerable uh, amount uh, for our Series B. Uh, and we'll divulge uh, more ownership information in terms of the cap table, uh, you know, in, in, in coming soon. Absolutely. Now, you have all this content. How did you get all this content? And what partnerships did you form to get it in terms of all this different, the stuff that's going into, you know, the GDSs, the the uh, the leisure and the corporate content that you'll have on Passenger One? Yeah, good question. So first and foremost, we see the GDSs as really that critical piece. So we're worldwide developers with Sabre and Amadeus, Travel Ports coming. Uh, but we also know that there's supplementation needs um, from a uh, content aggregation perspective. So we're going out, we're getting LCCs that may not be uh, in those GDSs, uh, alternative accommodations, things like that, uh, that we can then bring into our system and then uh, deliver to the front ends for our end users uh, and or travel agents to book. Now, now as, as you know, uh, GDS contracts deliver revenue to travel advisors who, you know, basically are frequent bookers and, 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 you're not asking them to give up these contracts and, and just go with you, right? You're, you're at, this is an add-on to you really, is it? Yeah, we're, we're a piece of software. So we would sit between, uh, you know, the customer and the agency um, and then also integrate fully with the GDS of their choice. Yeah. And of course that is the issue. I mean, I have seen attempts to create alternative GDSs and I guess I want to make clear, this is not really an alternative GDS in the sense uh, because they have always failed. It, it's been hard to go up against the Sabres and the Apollos and the, you know, uh, 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 tra the travel ports nowadays, you know, and Amadeus, of course. Uh, what, what, so, so in this case, you're just a layer above that in, in giving, giving travel advisors and users more content, right? Correct. So the barrier to entry to replace the GDS is massive. Um, and they certainly perform a role uh, on the business of travel. These agencies rely on that for accounting, for mid-back office, um, and basically to run their business. So they're not going anywhere. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so we, we supplement. So, uh, you know, we are this, the, the, I hate using this term, but it's, uh, I think, an industry uh, acknowledged, uh, you know, positioning is an online booking tool with content aggregation um, and, and, you know, the important bit about us is with Concur, an agency can use that for their corporate customers, but no leisure customer in their right mind would ever want to do that. Mm. From our perspective, travel, uh, Pastor One allows for both sides of the travel uh, ribbon to, uh, to be able to be booked. Or you can put together an amazing uh, itinerary to the Bahamas or where, Antarctica, wherever it is that you may want to go. Uh, and then you could pass that along to your customers. You know, right now you're doing that in the GDS, putting an M trip, uh, booking it somewhere else. All of that, all the communication, all the planning, the management can happen within Passenger One. And of course, it's a full end-to-end -end tool uh, for agencies to go on and sell to, uh, to corporate customers. Yeah, we I are know. a software company, though. That's it. Right. So you're software. And, so, and I understand you're, you're kind of trying to deliver better functionality for Passenger One for travel advisors for, use, for your users. What makes it a simpler system uh, than what's out in the market now in terms of online booking tools? Yeah, so from, uh, from a corporate perspective, uh, in terms of those that are consuming the product, 
we have our next gen storefront. So in one search request, you get all your fares, all your options, uh, twofold. One, it's just easier. You get to see everything. You don't miss a, uh, you don't miss a fare. Uh, but from a corporate travel manager's perspective, you also are able to align values with your policy. So that uh, first class ticket from LGA to ORD is different than uh, the business class ticket from JFK to LAX, mm-hmm. right? That's now accounted for in our next gen storefront. So all fares, one search request. Uh, then we have our trip boards, this container that allows you to book all things in one place, very simply make it personal, uh, all the good stuff and do it with uh, as few clicks as possible. Uh, and then we have this travel manager portion of the UI that if you're a, uh, if you're a corporation, you can sign your company up, select your preferred travel agency and basically have travel management within a, a matter of minutes. Right. There's no longer these agencies need to pay concur 250 bucks to build an instance, wait three weeks, you know, file a ticket. Uh, all is happening uh, very quickly on the agent side. We have our own proprietary app to where you can uh, build these corporations and orgs, manage your clients, uh, but also have agency settings to where you're able to turn on and off uh, suppliers. So if you want to have GDSs, multi-GDSs, if you want to have content direct, you're able to have a lot of dexterity and control over what content is uh, is running through those pipes. And so so this is effectively, it, it's a mobile version as well. You have mobile versions as well on a, with an app. Yep, all clients. So we have uh, web, mobile web, uh, Android, and uh, and iOS. Now, uh, do you, I understand you you also try to deliver kind of better travel offers to advisors and corporate customers and their clients. Uh, how, how do you get those? How do you get these better offers that including air, hotel, car, cruise, things like that? Yeah, I, I think a lot of that is kind of pointed towards the future as uh, you know, NDC really industrializes itself. I know it's going to take a little bit more time. There's a, right. a little chaos around it, but it'll sort itself out because it's it's not necessarily about the disintermediation like I'm talking about. It's the mechanism of personalizing. Um, so that's really what we're focused on there is making those connections possible and then being the source of uh, of data that these suppliers are able to say, hey, you know, this is James and he's a really high valued uh, customer. We want to make him a great offer. Um, And there would be data points that would support that, that they could kind of put in their pricing algorithm and create that in real time. So otherwise it would be the uh, the rates, uh, whether it's uh, hotel rate codes or snap codes uh, or any discounts that uh, these agencies would have with uh, the suppliers direct that we'd be able to then uh, allow them to uh, to market sell through uh, through passenger one. Yeah, well, we could, we could, I think over a beer, I could talk to you about the history of NDC because when it first came in, a lot of travel advisors I mentioned earlier were very worried this was a disintermediation. And of course, it hasn't proven that way. Um, I'm still wondering. We may, we may want to make that plural, right? We may need a couple of beers too. Uh, I think, to I think that's true because uh, they were very worried about it. And of course, uh, I'm still not sure how much income they're deriving by selling ancillary products. For airlines at this point, some some larger agencies may have figured that one out. But the idea that you know when they unbundle all the pricing in airlines, and it made it so complicated, uh, which you know absolutely created more revenue for the airlines. Um, you know how to sell that was the big issue, and that's what NDC is trying to address. And it sounds like you think that that whole process can be you know moved over to other products and travel as well. 100%. First, it'll start there, but it'll it'll quickly cascade across uh, the rest of the ribbon. I think there's going to be a massive amount of change. And I think a good impetus for that change is, quite frankly, the pandemic. And uh, I think there's a big issue with economics that need to be solved. Um, but there's also been uh, 
you know, these incumbent players like a concur that are there and to get them out of the picture, it's really difficult because of how they've integrated themselves with the RPs and expense um, and just the depth of what they do with these travel management companies. Uh, so we're finally there. We're at table stakes. Uh, and I think, you know, the first step is to really own the customer. Uh, and when that happens, we can understand what the customer really wants. And that customer is a corporate travel manager, the end user, leisure traveler, travel agents, travel agencies. Um, and I think uh, the industry is smart enough to, uh, to deliver solutions that will work for everybody. But this is seismic shifts. These are glacial right. movements. Nothing's going to happen overnight. We need to be patient. Um, but I didn't, I think it's important to understand where, where we want to go. You know, when you get to, to Everest, you see the peak, but you get to base camp and you go to ones, you know, and you work your way up. Uh, I think there's been uh, a mismanagement of expectations with NDC and everybody gets all crazy. Cause uh, you know, there are some folks that are unhappy with the GDSs and, uh, and a, what I would call a, a duopoly, uh, maybe an oligopoly. I know travel, you know, if you include travel ports, so the three of them, uh, and even travel sky, but um I think uh, I think it'll all sort itself out in due time. Uh, but of course, you know, we need to do what's right uh, by all of the customers that I mentioned. Well, I like I like your, you know, your your metaphor for Everest. Uh, I just hope that most of us don't, you know, die freezing on the side of the mountain. But that's another story. But uh, no, it is it is something coming. And I know you're 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 this has been coming with with well now for NDC for several years and now. Uh, now you're kind of an example of a company that is taking advantage of it. Now, if I'm a travel agency, what kind of technology will I need to use uh, Passenger One? So you don't need any uh, technology. Uh, Passenger One is, uh, is, is the platform that you can plug in and, uh, and basically start to manage your, your corporations or organizations or ICs um, you know, immediately. We're, we're built to, uh, to be able to complement your, uh, your existing systems. Um, i.e. GDS mid back office. And, um, you know, we make it uh, very pliable for, uh, for the folks that own and run travel agencies to, uh, to use that. Um, yeah, the system is by no means finished. Uh, there's quite a few, uh, quite a bit of product that we want to deliver. Um, but we have, you know, 10 plus agencies on board currently Great. Um, that uh, are using it. And, um, you know, that's going to grow significantly this year. And we look forward to, to get a lot of feedback and, uh, and really building the uh, the product to uh, to those very specific needs that uh, that travel agencies have. So uh, both ears are open for uh, for that's uh, that part of the market for sure. And and as corollary to that is what kind of costs are involved uh, uh, for travel advisors who want to use Passenger One? Yep. So the uh, the term consumption model has been thrown around by a, a few players, and uh, you know we certainly uh, subscribe to that. So uh, we charge on a uh, on a per trip or basis. Uh, no other, uh, no other subscription fees or uh, hidden fees or instance fees. Uh, you know, as the, the more trip boards you sell, um, the lower those unit costs will be. And if you're a large enough agency where you have confidence in those numbers uh, and you want to potentially sell more to bring those unit costs down, we're happy to put uh, an annual subscription in, but that would be on a per agency basis. Uh, so pricing is very clear um, and easy to, uh, easy to understand. Now, uh, we, we go out to about 98,000 now travel advisors. Uh, what would you tell them about Passenger One that, that you think they should know? Yeah, so, you know, to be able to run your entire business uh, in a place that is, uh, is of course, very tech, uh, tech advanced, but easy to use, easy to engage with, 
And our goal, our purpose for the agencies is to increase sales. Mm -hmm. So how do we do that? We provide, um, you know, a UI within our travel agent app that will allow you to bring on the next gen of, uh, of travel agents uh, that maybe don't know the command line. Uh, and don't necessarily want to learn that stuff. Uh, we make it easy to point, click, build trip boards, add in your service fees, get your commissions. Um, and then also to be able to have a product to sell onwards to your customers, whether that's leisure or corporate, um, to be able to, uh, to better engage and uh, better engage, sell and market uh, all the itineraries and things that you want to put together. And I think, again, we're at the tip of the iceberg in, in what we want to do with, you know, empowering these folks with content uh, and being able to, uh, to have things that, uh, that the market per se doesn't always, which right now, you know, and the Airbnbs of the world make it difficult because folks can kind of go and do whatever they want, uh, or excuse me, do things autonomously, um, which always disrupt the flow between agent and, uh, and customer. Although folks that are in the high end Lux leisure, uh, very much rely on those agents, but I would say, you know, it's all about product at the agency level. And then also for, uh, for, you know, on the marketing and sales level onward, uh, to be able to acquire more customers and sell more travel. Absolutely. Now, where can travel advisors go to find out more about Passenger One? And, and where can they maybe go and, and try to test it out, take a look at it? Yeah, go to, uh, go to PassengerOne.com. If, uh, you know, there's an agency tab, if you want to learn more, uh, if you'd like to set up a demo, you can, uh, you can easily do that within the tab. Uh, you can sign in. It's, it's basically an open system. Anybody can go in. You can search uh, your flights, your hotels, your cars. If you want to sign up a company or an agency, get in touch. Uh, you'll be prompted uh, within the UI to be able to do that. Um, and I'm always available and anybody on our team is available at, uh, at travel at passengerone.com. Uh, so feel free to, uh, to send an email there and uh, we'd be happy to, uh, to get in touch and, uh, and have a demo and, uh, and a deeper conversation about what your needs are and how, uh, how Passenger One can help solve any problems you may, uh, you may have. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for taking the time to explain this. It sounds fascinating. And obviously, it's, a, it's been a new age for a while with NDC and everything that's going on with, uh, you know, the res systems with all the different, you know, right now, everybody's trying to, to, to build a better system uh, and, and that has existed. Uh, and it sounds like you're on the cutting edge of that. And uh, good luck with this new, uh, with Passenger One. And we'll see, we get some more travel advisors to come and give you a tryout and see what they think. Again, thank you so much. Appreciate that, James. We have uh, a lot of big news coming here. We look forward to sharing that with you and uh, in the greater market. So thanks for your time. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.